Hello and welcome to Reverse Reset Restore, the podcast looking at how to reverse the effects of carrying around a lifetime of physical, mental and emotional pain. We're exploring different ways you can reset where you are at right now and restore your whole life. I'm Sally and I'm on a journey to free my mind of long-held false beliefs and find physical and emotional healing through a wide variety of modalities available. Change comes from within. Welcome to Reverse Reset Restore. I am so glad that you're here. Today, I'm going to let you know how to unlock your body's healing superpowers using a really simple and effective technique that you can do literally anywhere, anytime, any place to help calm down anything from stress, inflammation, body aches and pains, and emotional distress. I am really excited to share with you a practice I've been doing for a few years now. This is known as body tapping or emotional freedom technique, EFT. For those of us who have grown up to rely on the wisdom of Western medicine, this type of alternative healing technique can seem, well, extremely cuckoo when you first hear about it. A lot of people will debunk it, citing insufficient quantifiable data to prove it doesn't work. Others will call it pseudoscience. But just because we don't always know how to understand something doesn't mean we should discount it or that there aren't real life benefits to it. If you've had any type of religious background, I also know that some alternative healing modalities may be quickly dismissed because they don't fall within our belief systems. I grew up in a Pentecostal church. I have myself been a missionary and youth pastor. I know how rigid the mindset of people holding a certain belief system can be. And this is in no way knocking Christianity or for any matter, any organized religion. Actually, if we look at any belief system we might have, whether it's religion, a belief in the food we eat, our political beliefs, whether you think the earth is flat or round or not even here at all and we're simply a simulation in an alien aircraft, or whether you think you'll never get anywhere in life. Every single one of us holds belief systems on which we construct our lives. And we can all be rigid when it comes to our beliefs. So belief is not just a religious point of view. It can be applied to almost every area of our existence. And as I've been talking about since launching this podcast, sometimes we need to look at our current belief systems and see if they're really working for us or holding us back from experiencing true freedom. So this is my long-winded way of saying that I know we can get pretty much stuck in our beliefs, in our own way of thinking and doing. And that can mean we don't allow ourselves to consider any alternatives. We don't color outside the lines, so to speak. And that creates a barrier to see anything, including God, from any other perspective. I have found having an open mind and withholding my own judgments and limited beliefs have allowed me to experience things that certainly don't appear to fit the normal Christian experience, yet has brought healing and a greater sense of faith in my own life. In my desperation to fix this dysfunctional body, at least that's how I used to view it, I have tried things that my former rigid self would not have been willing to give a go, because my own religious sensibilities got in the way. My fear of being judged or condemned created with it 
a sense of failure of being a sinner who was unworthy of experiencing healing. I am so grateful that I've found personal freedom in my faith and I'm no longer rigid in much of my thinking, especially when it comes to alternative healing or trying things that seem completely ridiculous on the surface. I'm sure anyone living in the time of Jesus and was around to watch him spit and dirt and put the mud on someone's eyes probably thought that didn't fit with the current practices of healing either. This episode may challenge you to consider that the terminology God works in mysterious ways may mean that you could also consider how incredible it is that we have so many pathways that can lead to healing, whether that's healing of the mind body, or the way we look at and understand the world. As someone who has lived with chronic health conditions for decades, I have pretty much tried everything in the pursuit of healing. While nothing has worked permanently for some of my conditions, and I think that's probably because I'm still working through some of those things that have created those health conditions, there are several techniques that I now use to manage my long-term pain and minimize the impact in my day-to-day life. EFT, or tapping, has been one of those things, and it is a simple, easy technique that you can employ and really make it work for you. If you are feeling any resistance to this, I encourage you to acknowledge that resistance, and then take a leap of faith and be at least open to hearing how tapping may be a practice that could work for you. So let's talk about what it actually is. Body tapping is a therapeutic practice that involves tapping with your fingertips on specific meridian points of the body while verbalizing thoughts, emotions, or affirmations. These meridian points are the same ones used in traditional Chinese medicine for acupuncture and are believed to be energy centers connected to our emotional and physical well-being. The aim of tapping on these particular points is to release energy blockages reduce emotional distress, and restore balance within the body-mind system. Before we go any further, let's take a little look at the Meridian Network. You may be familiar with the terminology of Meridian when discussing maps and locations. Meridians are imaginary lines of longitude that runs from the North Pole to the South Pole. You'll see them drawn on maps to help measure the distances to locations. So given that we have this imaginary line running from pole to pole in our physical world, it makes sense that we would also have similar lines that divide our physical forms. Traditional Chinese medicine, TCM, considers that our bodies are divided by 12 main meridians, each associated with specific organs and organ systems. They exist in symmetrical pairs, each having an identical pathway running on each side of the body. These 12 major meridians, along with their smaller counterparts, create a complex matrix of energy pathways that traverse the body. An easy way to think of them is to imagine them to be like rivers. Just as a river carries the flow of water downstream following a certain pathway, meridians carry the flow of energy, or what traditional Chinese medicine refers to as qi, to different destinations within the body. It works in almost the same way as the body's circulatory system, distributing energy, blood and nutrients across the body in specific directions. And if those directions get blocked or imbalanced, it can lead to health issues or discomfort. Throw a huge boulder into a small stream and you could watch the water struggle 
to continue to flow through that same spot. It might not be able to do it at all and would begin to build up against the boulder before having to find another way to carry on, moving around the boulder that is now disrupting its natural path. Or even more simply put, and this is something you can do at home as a visual connector, if you were to go to your bathroom or kitchen sink and turn on the taps, put the plug in, the water becomes trapped in the sink and has nowhere to go but up. Leave the water running and the plug in, you'll eventually get the water to overflow the sink. If left for days, weeks, it would eventually flood your house, perhaps causing extensive damage. That's what happens when pain or inflammation and even emotions get trapped in your body. It's like we've put the plug in and the water, our emotions and dis-ease, has nowhere else to go, so it builds up. When we take the plug out of the sinks, the water naturally flows down the drain, following the pathway of pipes and plumbing. When we remove the plug from our meridians that have been blocked, we allow our body's natural energy to flow freely through the body to the points it needs to be able to get to. So blockages of energy in our body creates an imbalance that can be experienced either as physical pain or illness, emotional distress or even thinking that leads to more disordered thought illnesses. These meridians are an essential part of the foundation of practices such as acupuncture, acupressure and other types of energy healing. With over 2,000 acupoints across the body that the meridians run through, tapping utilizes some of the same acupoints that are used in acupressure and acupuncture. Only with tapping, we're stimulating these acupoints by using our fingertips rather than activating them with needles like acupuncture requires. I'll likely do another episode and detail all the meridians at another time because I don't want to blow out this episode. It's going to probably be long enough. But I wanted for those of you who, for whom body tapping may be a completely unknown concept to understand that we are essentially tapping into the meridian network that runs throughout our body in this practice. I'll give a quick overview of the meridians that we tap on specifically in a typical EFT tapping sequence. Before I explain the process a little more and the how-to, let's talk about the benefits of body tapping. As mentioned, tapping works along the body's meridian lines. So if they're blocked, tapping is a way to help clear away those blockages. Tapping helps us physically, mentally and emotionally and it is a gentle practice that anyone can learn. We use this technique for a number of reasons, from stress reduction to pain management to help settle my emotions and to encourage sleep. Tapping can be used when you want to change your diet, if you're dealing with addictions or just as a meditation type of practice. Here are a few examples of the benefits of tapping. Body tapping has been shown to activate the body's relaxation response and anxiety levels. It helps release tension, promoting a sense of calm and tranquility. You can do this when you are in moments of high levels of stress or make it part of your regular resilience practice. You don't have to be in stress mode to do this, but you can absolutely help yourself by tapping if you are feeling overwhelmed, panicked or stressed out. By tapping on the meridian points and expressing emotions, you can experience emotional release and a sense of catharsis. Whether you're feeling distressed, angry, sad, alone, tapping through the various points on your head and upper body can help clear away those pent-up feelings and release them from your body. 
Body tapping has been used as a complementary technique for pain management as it may help alleviate discomfort and improve pain tolerance. I suffer from migraines and have a long-term neck injury. When I use tapping to address the pain, it calms it all right down, reducing or eliminating the pain during the process. I've used this with short-term injuries, body aches and pains that randomly appear, and it always works. Increased self-awareness. If you're in the process of relearning how to communicate with yourself or allow yourself to feel all the feelings, tapping can help you create a way to find that mind-body-emotion connection. As you verbalize your feelings during a tapping session, you become more self-aware, gaining insight into your emotions and your thought patterns. Self-empowerment. Body tapping empowers individuals to take on an active role in their emotional well-being. It can be used as a self-help tool in daily life. We have a little understanding of how tapping uses our body's natural energy pathways to realign the flow and some of the benefits that can be experienced. Let's talk about how we tap. We've already established that there are thousands of acupoints along your body that makes it easier for you to access the meridians. EFT tapping points generally use a set of nine points for the tapping sequences. They're the standard points that were chosen for their accessibility, ease to learn and repeat sequences. Some practitioners may change the sequence slightly, some might start and end with the top of your head and others at your hands. Just know that there are many ways in which you can tap and you can adapt it as needed. As long as you are tapping on the points, I don't think you need to overthink the order so much. However, I will teach you the standard sequence and you can play around with it. I generally don't deviate from one point to the next, but occasionally I might forget one. No worries, just go back to the missed acupoint or continue on. Nothing bad is going to happen if you miss a point. I'm making that clear because I know that some of us who are recovering perfectionists may get self-judgmental if we think we've messed this up. I've included tapping charts on the Facebook Reverse Reset Restore page that will show you where these nine tapping points are located on the body. For those of you who would prefer a visual demonstration, I'm going to link you to a person who I find very helpful when I was first starting out and he's really excellent at what he does. The video that I've chosen for you, which will be linked, is one that he shows you each of the points and will walk you through a tapping sequence. For now, I'm going to do my best to explain each tapping point. If you're listening on Spotify and other podcast platforms that offer this ability, I have broken up each one into a separate chapter note that shows a picture of the specific point I'm discussing. The sequence typically includes the following points. Top of the head, eyebrow, side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, chin, collarbone, under the arm, and the side of the hand. We're going to begin learning about each trigger point in the way that we utilize them in the sequence. Number one, side of the hand, otherwise known as the karate chop or KC. The karate chop point is located in the fleshy side of the hand between your pinky finger where your wrist and hand meet. You can choose either hand when doing this. I tend to use all four fingers from my dominant hand to tap this point but you can do whatever feels natural and comfortable to you. Why is it called the karate chop? Probably for a pretty obvious reason, but just in case it's not. It's because the fleshy part of your hand is the surface area you would use to deliver a karate chop. So when in doubt, 
just channel your inner Danielson, aka the Karate Kid. The Karate Chop is always the first tapping point and is usually where we begin with what is referred to as the setup statement. Before tapping, we create a setup statement that acknowledges the issue that we're wanting to focus on in this particular practice and also affirming our self-acceptance. For example, even though I am feeling anxious about the future, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. What is the purpose of this tapping point and the setup statement? It helps to acknowledge what we might be currently feeling and it begins to signal to the body that we're going to release any feelings that are stuck or at least diminish the pain our body may be in. This point is known to be the start of the small intestine meridian, which unsurprisingly is responsible for our digestion. It's also closely linked to the heart meridian and is thus considered to be the area in control of basic emotions. The Chinese equivalent of a broken heart is broken intestines. It works with the pituitary gland, which regulates growth and the endocrine system. Imbalances in the small intestine meridian can cause fevers, abdominal pain, mental illness, restlessness and physical symptoms located in the head, including eyes, ears, neck and throat. It's recommended that you tap the karate chop point and repeat your setup statement at least three times before moving on to the tapping sequence. Once completed, you can begin the tapping sequence either at the top of your head or at your eyebrow. For our purposes, I'm going to start with the top of the head as my beginning sequence. Number two, top of the head or TH. As the name suggests, the location for this point is right in the center of the top of your head. You'll begin by gently tapping on this meridian point with your fingertips, repeating the setup statement. I usually go through all the tapping point sequence once using the setup statement before going on to other words and affirmations for the rest of the practice. The governor vessel meridian is connected to this tapping point. Although it is not one of the 12 principal meridians, it is considered one of the most important meridians in traditional Chinese medicine. It's associated with the immune system and works with the kidneys to regulate the brain. It's considered to be the fire of the body and responsible for body heat, which makes a lot of sense when you consider how we know we can trap or lose heat through our heads. It's a big reason why babies wear hats to help trap the heat in and regulate their temperature. When we tap on the top of the head, we activate the whole meridian, which begins in the base of the pelvis, splitting into three branches as it rises up. Two branches rise up through the abdomen, connecting to each kidney, and the third main branch travels up the back, entering via the tip of the spinal cord, and then ascends up the spine to the brain. This branch comes over the top of the skull, down the middle of the forehead and the nose, and terminates right above the upper lip. Number three, eyebrow, EB. The location for this tapping point is where your eyebrow begins on the inner part of your brow, on the bone that leads down towards your nose and eye sockets. You can choose to tap on either the right or the left brow. In fact, you can alternate to tap on the opposite side each round or tap on both points at the same time. You use your index and middle finger to tap these points. The meridian that you're tapping on at this point is known as the bladder meridian. Now I know you probably just thought, gross. After all, the bladder is the waste reservoir of the body. But it's so much more than the organ that holds our liquid waste. It also helps to regulate both the sympathetic system, our 
fight or flight responses, and the parasympathetic system, which regulates our rest and digest functions. The bladder meridian spans the height of the body and runs alongside the spinal column. It begins at the inner eye, travels up the skull, and it works itself outward before descending down the back. It follows the hip and sacral nerves and ends outside of the baby toe. A bladder meridian imbalance can cause one to be fearful or stubborn. By working on this meridian, you can release trauma, hurt and sadness and promote peace and emotional healing. We also activate relief for lower back pain or lower back weaknesses as well as any urinary problems. Number four, side of the eye, SE. The side of the eye tapping point is located just where it says. It's the point on the top of the bone where your eye socket and cheekbone meets. Just like the eyebrow tapping point, you can tap on both sides of your left and right eyes, either alternating each round or tapping both points together or choosing one side for the entire practice. You'll use your middle and index fingers to tap gently in this area. So the meridian we're activating in this point is the gallbladder meridian, which runs from the outer corner of the eye, it then zigzags over the upper part of our face, above the ear and over the eye, before moving back down the skull. The gallbladder meridian runs from the skull all the way down the side of the body, down the outside of the leg and terminating on the outer edge of the fourth toe. The gallbladder, is a small organ that stores bile produced by the liver and it is essential for breaking down fats during digestion. An imbalance in the gallbladder meridian may impact your physical well-being such as digestion, insomnia, vision issues and muscle stiffness. Gallbladder and meridian imbalances generate more mental health issues than physical afflictions. So you might find that you struggle with indecision, poor judgment, anger, and a lack of courage. By tapping on this meridian, we can release resentment and anger, as well as find clarity to tackle the difficulties we might be facing and a greater level of compassion for both ourselves and others. Number five, under the eye, UE. Our fifth tapping point in the sequence is located directly under the eye. Like the previous two tapping points, you can choose to use either side, tap both sides simultaneously or alternate. Again, you're Index and middle fingers work well together in this position. Our tapping point is also the starting point for the stomach meridian. It drops down below the nose before branching out to the jawline, following the line of the jawline back up to the skull. From the skull, it drops down again, running down the throat, the chest and the abdomen, through the front of the legs and feet and ends on the outside edge of the big toe. As you can probably guess, the stomach meridian relates to food and extracting energy from what we eat and drink. If this meridian is out of balance, the entire meridian system will be impacted with deficiencies in energy. You can also experience mania, anxiety and confusion. Tapping on this point can help release fear, anxiety and worry, and promote feelings of calmness, peace, contentment and safety. Number six, under the nose, UN. This tapping point is located in the space between your nose and upper lip. You can choose to continue using both your index and middle finger or just one finger, depending on your comfort. Just like the top of the head point, the under the nose point is connected to the governing vessel. If you can't recall the pathway of this meridian, please go back to rehear the top of the head detail or read the show notes where I've given a brief overview of each meridian pathway. Tapping on this particular point may help you release any feelings of shame and powerlessness that you may be struggling with. It also promotes self-acceptance self-empowerment and compassion for yourself and others. Number seven, under the mouth, UM or 
also known as chin point CP. Located in the crease between your chin and bottom lip, this point corresponds with the central meridian, better known as the conception vessel. The conception vessel is like the governing vessel, is not one of the 12 principal meridians, but is considered to be an important meridian in traditional Chinese medicine, as it's responsible for distributing qi throughout the body. Under TCM, it controls the reproductive cycle and your libido. You'll want to use both the index and middle finger together in a spot, but you can also just use one finger or even three if you want. This meridian flows upwards beginning at the center of the pubic bone and traveling up front and center of the body to the lower lip. When the energy becomes blocked in this meridian, we may experience discomfort, pain, illness, and emotional stability. By tapping into this meridian point, we can help treat a lot of menstrual problems, menopause, and puberty issues, as well as aid digestion and circulation. In terms of mental health and emotional stability, triggering this pressure point can also help dispel uncertainty and help with confidence, clarity, and self-acceptance. Number eight, collarbone, CB. The collarbone tapping point is found on both the right and left-hand side of the body. You can locate the correct point to tap on by tracing where the collarbones meet in the center at the base of the U-shape, and then go down about an inch and out about an inch to either side. You can tap with a few fingers on either side of the body to stimulate this point. Alternatively, try taking your whole hand and tapping the entire hand across the place where a bow tie would lie. That allows you to easily stimulate this point on both sides at once without having to worry about the exact location of the point. When tapping this point, we're activating the corresponding meridian of the kidney. In TCM, the kidney is one of the most vital organs. When discussing this organ, traditional Chinese medicine also includes the adrenal glands and the sex glands of both men and women. Besides the glands, it also assists in regulating the brain and plays an important role in the formation of memories and rationality. The kidney meridian starts at the sole of the foot and runs along the inner edge before looping around the ankle. It then rises up the inner leg and runs up the central torso before ending at the inner collarbone. If this meridian is out of balance... Traditional Chinese medicine suggests that it can create immune deficiencies, poor memory or short attention spans, back pain, maybe being impotent, a feeling of being stuck and a lack of confidence are also signs that your kidney meridian may be out of whack. Number nine, under the arm, UA. The final point in the standard tapping sequence is under the arm. As the name suggests, this trigger point is located on your side, about a hand's width below the armpit. For those of us who wear bras, it's roughly positioned to where the bra sits under your armpit. Like the majority of our trigger points, it's found on both the left and right sides of the body. The easiest way to ensure you successfully stimulate this point is to use all your fingers or your whole hand. The corresponding meridian for this trigger point is the spleen meridian. The spleen meridian regulates the quantity and quality of blood in circulation. It's also partly responsible for digestion and this meridian also includes the pancreas, the organ responsible for insulin release and blood sugar regulation. The meridian starting point in the body is the tip of the big toe and from there it travels up the inside of the leg. It moves into and then out of the stomach, continuing to travel up the side of the torso before it ends at the front of the shoulder. In traditional Chinese medicine, the spleen meridian is responsible for logical and analytical thinking and memory formation. Mental 
or emotional issues such as moodiness and bad tempers are often associated with imbalances within the spleen meridian, as well as guilt, worry and obsessing over things. TCM says that clearing out these imbalances can help promote clarity, confidence and relaxation, among other things that can improve your quality of life. Okay, are you all confused or exhausted after all of that information? We've gone through all nine tapping points, their corresponding meridians, and what problems are usually associated to those meridians, and the basic way to tap on each triggering point. Now, we're going to put the sequences together. Here's the process of body tapping. Number one, we want to identify the issue. Body tapping begins with identifying the emotional or physical issue you want to address. Stress anxiety, a pain, a negative belief, or any other emotional challenge. Let's work with the idea of a physical pain. I'm going to use neck pain for this practice, but you can feel free to replace this with any physical pain you may be currently experiencing. And if you don't have any physical symptoms right now, but still want to give this a try, choose something that might be bothering you, whether it's a stressful situation, a difficult relationship, anything that is impacting your life in a negative way. Before we begin the setup sequence, I want you to rate just how intense your pain or feelings are right now on a scale of 0 to 10. 10 being the most intense and 0 being no problem at all. Even if you rate it on the low side, it's still worth doing anyway. Using your setup statement, begin to do the karate chop trigger point. Remember to create a setup statement that acknowledges the issue and affirms your self-acceptance. For the example of body pain, you might say, even though I have pain in my neck, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Say these setup statements three times. Even though I have pain in my neck, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I have pain in my neck, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even though I have pain in my neck, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. While continuously repeating the setup statement, gently tap on the designated meridian points with your fingertips. You want to tap approximately seven times on each point before moving to the next. That number is not really that important. Do it as long as you feel the need to do. This is your body. You'll know if you need to tap longer or shorter on certain points. The sequence typically addresses all of the points already discussed. I've added them again in the show notes. So you're moving from karate chop, the top of the head, your eyebrow, side of the eye, under the eye, under the nose, chin, collarbone, under the arm, and then the sequence begins again at the top of your head. Now that you've completed one full round of tapping, you're going to move from the setup statement and switch to acknowledging more in depth about the pain or situation and your current feelings and responses to it. This may take several rounds of tapping through all the points several times. I'll just say one example of a round here, but there'll be more provided on the video demonstration that I've linked for you. So we're going to tap through all the points, starting with the top of the head. I'm just going to refer to them in their short letter form, okay? So TH stands for top of the head, etc. TH. All this pain, EB, this terrible pain in the base of my neck, SE, this pain is making me feel so angry, UE, it is stopping me from being able to move around freely, UN, it's stopping me from leading a normal life, CH, and it makes me feel so mad and frustrated with my body, CB, why do I have to always live with this pain, UA, I just want to live pain free, 
So basically, you'll do several rounds like this, talking about how you feel both physically and emotionally with the pain you're experiencing. Once you feel as though you've addressed all of the negatives, it's time to move to the possibilities and positives. Again, I'll provide another example here, but the video demonstration will probably be better place to explain it a little easier than the non-visual medium we find ourselves on currently. So this is your positive round one. Starting at the, again at the top of the head, TH, I am choosing to acknowledge this pain now, EB. I am open to listening to what this pain might be telling me. SE, I want to understand what my body is trying to say to me. UE, I appreciate all the things that my neck does for me, all the things I don't even think about that it does for me. UN, I feel grateful for all the areas of my body which have no pain, the areas that feel strong, vibrant and healthy. CH, I am open to being with this pain for a while. CB, I'm open to letting whatever needs to come up, come up. UA, I let it come up and come out, accepting myself fully, no matter what having this pain might bring up. Once you've done as many rounds of tapping that you feel you need, you can score the intensity of the problem again on a scale of 0 to 10. Has it shifted, improved, worsened, stayed the same, disappeared entirely? If it's disappeared completely, amazing. Give thanks and enjoy the feeling. If it's reduced in intensity, or has improved somewhat or worsened or even stayed the same, you might want to do a few more rounds of tapping. Sometimes we need to adjust the wording a bit and it's okay to acknowledge that you still feel somewhat the same way. Even though I still feel a bit sad or I have this remaining sadness, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. If it's changed to something else or in the case of physical pain, moved to somewhere else in the body, you can do further rounds of tapping, adjusting the wording appropriately. If it's increased in intensity, this doesn't mean tapping won't work for you. This is actually really relevant feedback from your body. Look at altering your words to fit what you are feeling as you do further rounds of tapping. I know that sometimes I will get a reduction in my neck pain from a 10 to a 6 or a 7. Further rounds of tapping can then get it right back down to a 0 or a 1. And that's the place we're aiming for. The goal is to experience emotional or physical relief and a sense of ease. After completing the tapping sequence and assessing how you feel, you can either continue tapping it out a little bit more or finish off with a few more karate chops and you're done. Body tapping is a gentle yet transformative practice that allows us to tap into our body's energy system and promote emotional release, stress reduction and self-empowerment. By combining the ancient wisdom of meridian points with modern psychology this holistic technique can help us reconnect with our inner energy and restore balance in our lives. Whether you're seeking relief from stress, pain or emotional challenges, body tapping offers a unique and accessible approach to emotional well-being. Remember self-compassion and an open mind are key as you explore this healing art on a journey of self-discovery and emotional healing. Ultimately, Body tapping, or EFT, is just one healing modality that you can try as a way to reconnect to your body. It is especially important that we come to a place of peace, acceptance, and safety about our own bodies. And tapping can help open the pathway to a new relationship with your body and who you are. Let's make our bodies a place of safety and security. Let's start to make peace with them rather than being at war with them. Tapping can be a way that helps you start that process. 
Thank you for being here with me and I hope that you'll consider trying this technique out for yourself and unlock your incredible superpowers that lie in your capable hands. If you are interested in experiencing the visual demonstration, please follow the link in the show notes. I'd love for you to hit that like and subscribe button or share with the people in your life that you think might be interested in hearing about how they can change their life. We end this mammoth episode today with a quote from Nick Ortner, who wrote in his book, The Tapping Solution, a revolutionary system for stress-free living. A person who is walking around with the belief, I am safe in my body, is going to approach the world from a very different place than someone who doesn't believe that. They're going to be much more willing to put themselves out in the world, to be vulnerable in relationships, and to be willing to risk and dare, because they're operating from a place of safety.